MD Burns Nash is Atlanta's management consulting solution created specifically to meet the needs of a tech startup. MD Burns Nash aims to empower tech startup executives with the skill sets needed to propel their business on the path to success. For only $499, you can get started with an in-depth pitch deck evaluation to make sure you are putting your best foot forward. Visit mdburnsnash.com slash pitch deck for more information. That's mdburnsnash.com slash pitch deck for more information. All right, let's do this. We're going live in five, four, three. Broadcasting from the Wella offices, direct from the Atlanta Tech Village, you're listening to The Incubator, the voice of the Atlanta Tech startup scene. The Incubator is a weekly show featuring Atlanta-based startup founders, influencers, and entrepreneurs. Who they are, what drives them, and how they plan to change the world. Today's show is made possible by Willa, helping you on your financial journey every step of the way. And now, here are today's hosts. Welcome back to The Incubator. I'm your host, Todd Schnick, joined by my friend and colleague, Ashley Staggs. So, Staggs, we're near the end of our uh, our first session here today, uh, post-Chicago uh, move. Are you going to make it through? <laughs> I think so. I, these are, now that we've doing, we're going to be doing two of these in a row about health and fitness, I, it's waking me up. I need to pay attention, and hopefully that's enough to get me motivated, and I think. And if you actually follow yeah. and, and use these tools for the way, then that would probably solve yeah. some of those problems. I mean, I might take the stairs or something on my way out. Mm. Better to start downward than upward. Well, I appreciate your, your ambition. That's <laughs> very, very impressive. It'll last for a day or two, you know, <laughs> on the motivation high. No, I'm holding you accountable on that, that date two weeks from now. Oh yeah, yeah, some, yeah I'll be there. Dance classes with, yeah. with our last guest. I'll be so, there. All right. Well, this is this is going to be a cool conversation. Say hello to our guest. His name is Liam Shanahan. He's the founder and CEO with High Def Performance. Liam, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, our pleasure. Thanks for carving out some time to join us. I know you're a busy fellow. So uh, before we get into a conversation around High Def Performance, take a few quick seconds. Tell us a bit about you and your background. My background. So I am a transplant. Came down here from Boston about 16 years ago with family. It was good for me personally because I happen to be a former athlete, but I emphasize former. Um, <laughs> I spent my whole life playing baseball, baseball, and more baseball. So all the way through high school, college, professional ranks, then got into coaching, started my first business in baseball, and then somehow I like stumbled into this world of technology, and it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's quite the world. To say the least. <laughs> so tell, tell us a little bit about high def. What do you guys do? So high def, easiest way I can put it is we are Shopify for the fitness professional. Okay. So standard startup answer. Compare yeah. it, compare it to a successful <laughs> one mu- so we can explain as, it super quick. <laughs> as much as possible, right? Okay. That elevator pitch just keeps being shortened <laughs> month over month. And I don't know how I'm going to shorten it from there. And maybe it'll be like sign language next. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I mean, for people that may not be familiar with Shopify, I mean, I think it's a relatively big brand. But what they were able to do was take 
the idea of offering e-commerce to everyone and make it happen. So like the small mom and pop shop that was constantly just figuring out how can I grow the business, you know, through just normal avenues, you know, throughout the 2000s and, you know, the last decade or whatever. They said, what we have coming in e-commerce should be available. So just make it easy to really utilize and be able to manage it yourself. So they just, they tried to really break it down and we kind of taken the same methodology and how we approach the fitness professional. So instead of having to go hire a web developer and have to work through, is this someone I trust and try to, you know, piecemeal all these other things together as they're trying to make money building their, their fitness, Mm -hmm. you know, brand, it's just, it's tough. So we tried to, you know, incorporate the right tools. Obviously my background in sports and fitness align, having done it for so long, I just, I saw a massive gap, you know, I needed help myself, uh, back in the day when I was running my first business and it's just, it's evolved. So we just, we now have this ecosystem of, of tools that are super easy to use and basically allows the, the professional to, you know, kind of in our tech terms, manage the entire funnel Mm -hmm. from acquiring a new customer online all the way to, you know, monetizing it, generating revenue. So let me ask a question to, to yield an answer from, from the fitness professional who's listening to this. Uh, what are the problems they're having? What are the challenges they're facing day to day that, that you help solve? Well, the number one the all, that we all face, I mean, the one asset we can never get back is time, right? Mm. And wasted time. And really for any service professional, it's always figuring out how can I get in front of more people? How can I fit more people into my daily schedule? And for fitness, it's super cyclical on a day-to-day basis. So if you just generalize the general population type trainer who we all see, who we would you know, all go to, is going to work early morning, say 4, 5, 6 a.m. until 9 or 10 a.m., right? Then there's a gap because unless it's a higher income earner, right, people are working. Mm-hmm. And then lunchtime can be another, you know, kind of oomph. So say an hour and a half, two hours, and then another gap. So these gaps are just, they're not being filled effectively by the normal trainer. They don't know how to acquire a new business. And it's just, there's so much out there. There's so much noise. One reason that we're super passionate about this is because what better than helping people help people? You know? mm-hmm. So, I mean, being simple and going back, time number one, space number two. You kind of always have the hopes and dreams. Again, anyone but the fitness professional thinks, if I only had more space, right? If I could only get funding to go open my own place, I could get so many people and I could have all these ideas come to light. But what then they then figure out is you have to pay the bills mm-hmm. whether you have people in there or not, mm-hmm. right? You don't get to bounce around. And that's a huge huge burden, you know? So how are you guys fulfilling that? What are some of the tools that you guys are working on that they currently have access to? And how does that help with those issues? So I could go way too deep, (laughs) but we, we really try to simplify the process of the way they transition. Okay. So think if I'm the trainer and Ashley, you're my new potential customer, I'm selling you on, you know, the process that I'll take you through to meet whatever goals you have. All right. Is it, I want to 
get buff and have bigger biceps <laughs> no. is that I need the ripped six pack ab. Is it, I just need, I just want to feel better. That. Right. <laughs> I just want to wake up and feel better yep. and just be more, you know, wholly fit. They're used to that engagement. So we tried to break it down and say, okay, what kind of engagement is that? Right. It's very customized. It's very one-to-one. You can see benefits directly. So the first thing that we've really done and focused on is the ability to create custom plans and sell or share them to individuals or groups of people. That's cool. And it meets that need. So that's very linear for them. What happens though, without them really thinking about it, is they're producing this content. So, right, it's a video-based platform. So video, we say e-content, PDFs, Excel, Mm -hmm. things that they're used to utilizing. But as they put this up, they're now creating a library of content that has value all in and of itself. So instead of replicating this process over and over and over and over and really eating up your hours, they're now able to retool that content to other people, other groups. And now all of a sudden, you know, some of our customers are just, they're selling monthly and annual memberships Mm -hmm. just to come and, you know, take in our content, their, their content. Awesome. So it's just, you know, as I said, it's kind of an ecosystem. They all work with each other. There's video consultations, uh, web broadcasts, all these different things. And we're constantly iterating on what the product can do, will do, just to meet the needs. Mm-hmm. Well, my, I spend my life helping people create content. I, my, my big concern is, and maybe, maybe it's, it's, it's unfounded, is, is that this is one of those spaces, fitness and getting six-pack abs and, and, and wellness and all that, where there is just an endless supply of, of thought leadership out there. A lot of it probably is crap. How do you, is, is there a way to, and do you coach these guys and how to leverage that and say, hey, it's people who are going to get information and there's a way to maybe ping off that and, and, and lead them down into my funnel? Or is there, is there a strategy of, or is maybe it's a hybrid of saying, look, I, I'm going to create the content that I want my audience to, to consume, which will then lead them to, to leverage me in other ways. I mean, I guess another way to ask the question is, how do you compete with and how do you deal with or how do you leverage all that, that, that content out there? I mean, that's a really, really good question. That's one of the hardest things for us in general, like across the board, acquiring customers, say, talking to potential investors, you know, just partners. That's always looking at the YouTube, right? There's so much free out there. How do you get through the noise? And is it competing on that level? And the way that we look at it is everything is one, right? So as I said, right from the get-go kind of talking about enabling them to control the entire funnel is super important and educating them on the process that it's not like giving your stuff away or selling it. It's not either or. People Mm -hmm. that are giving stuff away are monetizing in some other way. It's just not directly apparent. So we try to talk to them about when you're producing this content, you have one asset. If you're already a fitness professional, people are already paying you for your service, right? So now we try to say, all right, you have these great relationships, serve those customers more effectively by utilizing this content. So instead of seeing them once a week or twice a month, now you can stay engaged with them on a day to day or, you know, a few days a week. So now all of a sudden you're creating more of a rapport you're seeing results faster and ultimately the best thing that or the best new customer a fitness professional has is you know the customer that's somehow engaged with a current right so you get some kind of tie through you know work that you've done my mom can't believe how much weight i've lost i have to know 
who this trainer is. Mm-hmm. So it's just, I mean, that's, does that basically answer the yeah, question? Yeah. I mean, it's, but it's hard. And, and, it is. And, 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 but there's, there is light at the end of that tunnel though, if they, if they can navigate through that. It's not like that's what you help them do. Yeah. It's every use case is different. And I think that is something that I really enjoy, you know, love being a problem solver. I really enjoy teaching myself, you know, coming from that world and understanding kind of, you know, how do you transition from like what we talked about, the one-to-one to doing this remotely and digitally and what kind of content do you need to create? And But also just, we have so many resources now with social media of following trends that work. I mean, people are replicating and copying mm-hmm. in different business models every day. Right. Uber Lyft. Yep. Right. How many, you know, here in Atlanta, how many taco places are there? <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing. And they're all winning. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's just differentiating that a little bit. And I think the key, too, is a lot of these businesses have, I mean, like you said, Shopify for fitness. They take kind of somebody that's already perfected a more general product and tailor it to be for a specific type of professional or a specific industry. Absolutely. We have, you know, with us being in finance, not every tool really works for us because every, every industry has a certain nuance where a complete e-commerce platform wouldn't necessarily do what it is a fitness professional is looking for. Right. So that, I mean, I think that's a great strategy. Yeah, we hope so. Yeah. All right. Liam Shanahan will return after this short break. We'll be right back. This is Wes Moss, former host of Atlanta Tech Edge on NBC in Atlanta. I'm here today, though, to talk to you about my new digital financial advisory firm, Wella. Wella is an old English word that means wealth. Several years ago, my team realized there were too many people who needed help with their financial strategy, but couldn't get the help they needed because they didn't reach the high investment minimums of many financial advisory firms. To answer this need, we developed Wella, a digital platform that allows us to help people just like you get free financial advice and tools to better manage their finances. We also offer online investing and the ability to work with your own investment advisor with no minimums. Learn more at yourwella.com. That's Y-O-U-R-W-E-L-A.com. All right. We're back with Liam Shanahan, founder and CEO of High Dove Performance. So to clarify, Liam, can they, is this a full website solution? Can they build a website or is it more of a plugin that they would work into their website? Both. Awesome. So yes, great. yes, they can utilize it. And many of our customers do uh-huh. just utilize it as their home base. Okay. And I think we definitely are starting to see the trend that they really do just want to be in one place. Mm-hmm. You know, so many of these guys and gals that are, doing great business. They're just trying to do more. They're, they're so ridiculously busy. You know, average trainer sees seven clients a day, works six days a week, you know, so that one day is really where they fit in family, friends, anything else they're trying to do. And they don't have the bandwidth to manage all these different presences everywhere. So we're trying to just aggregate all that information in one place so it can be their mm-hmm. website. But we have the other side of the equation where there's already some kind of digital brand. You just tie into it. So then we kind of kind of position as like a channel. Yeah. You know, no different than a YouTube channel, just different in regards that it's YouTube on steroids. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, that's 
that's probably one thing that's been really hard for us is that we we meet so many different needs that sometimes we get in the position where that opportunity confuses the message. Right. You know, so it's like, can you do this? Yep, we can. But I thought you said you can do this. We can. Mm-hmm. You know, and it kind of <laughs> right. And that's that's one hard thing. You know, uh, I think for them as well, as so many of them are just like, yeah, I know how to do all this stuff, so I'm just gonna sell all of this stuff. And you're like, hold on, like, no, sell one thing. Yeah. Bring people in, create a relationship, and then you start selling these other peripheral offering offerings. Um, well, once a year when I get motivated, I'll go to the iTunes store and I'll look for fitness apps and yeah. there'll be about 42,000 of them. And it's almost overwhelming. And I say, ah, heck with it. I don't, I don't want to worry about it. Uh, is, that, is that a space you're in? Is, is that the counsel you provide your clients? About, is, is there an app? Uh, is, that, is, that, is that a good idea? I think most people think they should have an app when a good website would be more than sufficient. But I was just curious as to your thoughts uh, on, on whether this ought to be app driven too. That's kind of a tough question. I mean, I think there's two sides of it. So do I talk about apps with my clients and, and prospective clients? Some of them bring them up and will send me, hey, look at this. Like, this is a new cool thing, I think, maybe whatever. I'm like, we are not an app, all right? And we're not trying to control the entire environment. We're trying to provide a resource that helps you leverage your knowledge, so that's the difference where the apps are saying for the fitness apps, they're bringing in trainers, all right, who they are vetting, quote, vetting. Some of these fitness apps founders have no background in fitness. So how in the hell are you vetting <laughs> who knows what they're talking about? And they're creating the app around the content that, again, they control. And it's a great market. The ones that are winning are really winning. But... We just decided to say, as I had mentioned earlier, let's empower the people that already have a profession in this and let's give them something that they can help build their own brand. As much as high def performance, I want to be a brand that is attached to the world of service um, and servicing those. It's not as much about us as it is about them right. um, and, you know, educating them on you know where the market's going. And, you know, we we have a web series that we literally, we don't talk about high def performance. We don't plug it, nothing. We bring on guests that have, you know, expertise in certain spaces that could provide value to the fitness professional. Say, listen, here's a social media expert, quote expert, <laughs> right? You know, and we, we're in a great place, obviously here, here in Atlanta with so many, you know, tech entrepreneurs that are just constantly in it. And they're so engaged in what's going on and they're having to grow their own business you know, it's super easy for us to say, Hey, why don't you come on and talk about the stuff you really enjoy talking about? And we just, we try to tailor it to that yeah. professional. That's kind of how we think about the entire business, tailor the product, tailor the message, tailor the resources. Cause you know, I think the, the non-business side of this and the passion side is getting, getting really deep on you guys. We're in a bad place physically health-wise wellness in this country. <laughs> no kidding. Really, really, really bad. And most people don't know this. You know, over 20, 75% of our country is overweight. 35% is obese. You know, 35% of kids under 15 
it's it's wild and and these are the people that really want to help like there are not millionaires left and right who are in fitness there's very few so it is about a passion for them so that is that's our big thing definitely our big thing do you find that a lot of these personal trainers because that's kind of this different sort of business that they don't even really know where to begin with marketing or or acquisition or added value or ways to make money outside of their their physical business do you guys if so do you guys help kind of with that like an education piece when you're getting them set up yes <laughs> easy answer i mean think i mean think about it actually you're in marketing yeah Think about all the acronyms we use. Think about all the processes. Think yeah. about the funnel. I mean, we talk about funnel. If, you know, fitness professionals listen to this, they go, what the hell is a funnel? Yeah. Like, I'm not into drinking beer right, right now at 3 o'clock <laughs> on, right. on Wednesday. Yeah. Or they know nothing. Of, I would think they don't know a whole bunch about digital. Traditionally, that kind of business has been flyers in adjacent yeah. businesses and referrals. Referrals. Mm-hmm hundred percent. And it's, yes. I mean, I can't be any more simple. Yeah. So they, they get, they get a lot of stuff out of this. They get a great new product, but they also get some guidance on even what to do with it. Yeah. I mean, it's certainly the, the least scalable for us. Mm -hmm. Um, but we are, you know, working super hard to create as much content around, you know, the educational piece of saying, all right, here's something for nothing, basically. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, we want, we want to have all 300,000 personal trainers on our platform using it, winning, you know, because that's a very small number when you're talking about 370 million Americans. Yep. But that, that's really anything. Any of us, when you're slightly uneducated on something, like you said, going into the app store and you see 40 bajillion fitness apps, you go, I don't want to go through all of them to figure out what's the best. So it's just like, I'll just put it off. I'll keep doing it my way. It's good enough. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to say, make it a little easier because that's not good enough. We know that you can build you know, your business more effectively. We know that you can reach more people. You know, you can positively affect more people. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's, I'm really good at being long-winded. <laughs> awesome. Well, talk about your team itself. So uh, kind of, what kind of a crew do you have? Uh, I understand you're also going to be opening a new round uh, soon. So some exciting things happening. Uh, give us a lowdown on the team itself. So for quite a while, if I go all the way back, this was an idea at 4 o'clock in the morning for me. Mm. And I just kind of am in that crazy person that just dives into things. So I transitioned out of the brick and mortar. I started researching this. I was working from my couch. I was doing everything else. I was coaching on the side. I was doing whatever I had to do, pay bills. And I found some great people that, you know, basically I hired as contractors here, developers, designers, um, and just got into this, you know, ATV community. It was great. And honestly, it was a really rough road growing the team. I had it's multiple, too. multiple, you know, quote, founders, bring them on, bring on partners. And, you know, a couple of them fizzled out nothing bad in terms of like broken relationships, but just didn't quite understand what the entrepreneurial startup environment was like, but super lucky to have grown the team or four, you know, core mm. members, founders, unbelievable group, you know, with very, very different skill sets. We've built a really great, you know, board of advisors. Um, we have some phenomenal brand ambassadors who are 
you know, some of which are also clients that are in the space and continue to help us push the product forward, you know, just getting great feedback on like, okay, what is actually useful, you know, from the education side. So we're still a small team, but we're just trying to execute as fast as humanly possible and really get to as many people as possible. But we're always looking for talent, you know, people that really are into being part of a culture, growing something, uh, seeing where it goes, like actually being able to affect something yourself as opposed to just kind of being part of the big machine. And not to say, I mean, I'm a capitalist. I want to make a lot of money, <laughs> like plain and simple, but the, right they're they're not separate. Helping, building cool stuff and making a bunch of money, they're not separate. They don't need to be separate. You know, that's the, uh, I'm stopping. <laughs> shorter, shorter wind uh, to stick on that in a little bit we oftentimes i tend to forget to ask anything about actual startup to provide value in that respect so i'm going to shift gears a little bit how are you guys developing culture in your team the company culture and how important do you think that is as you guys grow and develop a product i mean if it stems from me which you know I guess it does and always will. It's something that I just take tremendous pride in creating relationships. So I haven't gotten to the point in this business where I've hired complete strangers. Um, I've built rapport and real relationship and understanding what makes people tick. Um, and I've been super lucky just from upbringing and then from the road that I took in sports of having to deal with so many different people. And then on top of that, just my kind of path I went to well I was enrolled in four high schools went to three went to four colleges played for two different professional organizations coached you know then built the first business so I had to meet people constantly I had to create new relationships so I take all that and I say let's just translate it to building a business and building that culture and it's based around being very transparent set objectives set goals see how people like to work, how they're most effective, and not trying to set things like, this is how I do it, so this is how you're going to do it. It's just I don't believe in it, and I think if you are transparent and just kind of set the parameters of we need to execute these things, do it however you see fit. When you need help, you come to me, and we'll find more resources. If you don't do your job, then you're not going to be part of the team anymore. Like very straightforward. It's not like we're grown people. We're trying to do something great, you know, kind of on that. I just, I don't believe in excuses. So I think that's part of, you know, who I find, who I bring in people who are just super passionate in their own way. You can be an introvert and an extrovert, but you just kind of say, all right, if I make a mistake, I made a mistake. I'm going to fix it this way. Do something great. Pat on the butt. You know, it's like, I probably don't, I don't pat people on the butt anymore. That was more of a baseball thing. You know, Maybe just the dudes. There were a lot of butt, butt taps back in the day. Yeah, just, just not <clears throat> HR, even though it's. Uh, I'm learning more about your culture here. Okay. So this, I mentioned the, the new, the new round coming soon. Uh, what's that going to be focused on? More developers, more salespeople, Destin technology, all of that. Uh, really focused on just deploying the product more effectively. I mean, it's just get out to people, grow the brand, uh, acquire new customers, you know, gain more data points to be able to meet more needs, really. I mean, yeah, and, and then 
growing the team more. Um, I think development definitely is huge. You know, user stories are constantly coming in, and usually they're like what I said when I came up with the idea. They usually happen at 4 a.m., and I'm sending messages. Our developer, our lead developer, is actually in Nigeria. Hmm. He's just he's fantastic and just works his ass off. But I know that I can't flood him with every idea at once. I'm like, can we do this? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, should we wait to do it? <laughs> like, can you? Uh, yeah, I mean, getting it out there more and then. Where are, you, where are you on the product spectrum? Are you still like in a beta phase or are you full throttle in the market? Um, I would say in deployment and actually getting it out there, we're still beta. But I think that we've kind of had, we've had three iterations hmm. and we've continued to gain as much customer feedback as possible. But something that we have done recently is we've kind of transitioned the actual business model, the revenue model uh, to more of a freemium. So that's something that we'll be rolling out as some of the features uh, are coming out. And that's very, you know, short time period of just automating a lot of the processes, simplifying a lot of education we talked about is actually integrating it into the system. So people are kind of turning it on and it's just like one, two, three, four, five. Great. I'm up and running as opposed to a lot more, you know, one-to-one -one interaction and us kind of educating on the processes and oh, here's a great tool that I think would work for you. So product is more than, you know, a, quote, MVP. Right. Um, but it is, it's certainly not what it's going to be in another month, six months, year. Um, but yeah. it sounds like there'll be a few more 4 a.m. ideas, too. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably, probably drinking coffee at 4 p.m. It's not good. <laughs> All right. Well, Liam, uh, it's going to be fun to watch and see where you guys take this. And uh, uh, what's really cool about it is that there are an awful lot of people out there that need the help that the people that you are helping, as you said, uh, uh, really can benefit from. So appreciate your important work. Uh, I think you're aware that the incubator is made possible by Wella. So it's time for the Wella question of the week, which is, Liam, what's the most important financial advice you ever received or given? Received or given? thinking about that it's actually quite funny i just saw something maybe it was facebook or youtube or whatever and it was i actually don't know who the hell the guy was but he went on a tangent about politicians and our economic state and super poignant to me he said i've always worked really hard and i've always spent less money that i made it's kind of like really stupid, simple, like, huh, <laughs> wow, is that how it should work? Like, I should work to maybe not go into debt like crazy and then just work my ass off to get out of debt. I think just time period, hearing that and the way that it was said with a English accent probably <laughs> stuck out. Uh, <laughs> it's something, but it's something always that's been preached to me. My family up north, grandfather built a business on Wall Street, and he's a great, phenomenal human, unlike a lot of people think of Wall Street folk. Yeah. But that was always big, you know? Um, live within your means, you know, exorbitant, crazy things are just, it's, it's not what life is about. It's about, you know, creating relationships and having some fun and doing great stuff and whatever. So I think that kind of sticks to it. Yep. 
Here, here. All right. Well, that was the Wella question of the week. Liam, before I let you go, how can people contact you? Should they have questions? And where can they learn more about high def performance? So uh, our website is highdefperformance.com, H-I-D-E-F performance. And, you know, reach me by email, lshanahan at highdefperformance.com. And if you can't spell Shanahan, you need to really work on your spelling, period. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. All right. Just like it sounds. Got it. Liam Shanahan, founder and CEO of High Def Performance. Great to have you. Thanks again for stopping by and good luck to you. Thanks so much, guys. All right. All the time we have now, again, on behalf of our guest, Liam Shanahan, my co-host, Ashley Staggs. I'm Todd Schnick. We'll see you soon on The Incubator. <laughs>